Hey, what's up, everybody? We're back. Episode two. Welcome back. For the your first time, my name is Chris, and I got with me... DJ Bree. So last week, we talked about the, the slapped hurt around the world from Chris Rock and Will Smith. Now, give a shout out to uh, Daddies Unite. Daddies Unite's a nonprofit organization that uh, is working towards single fathers, getting them together and discuss issues and, and helping them raise their kids. It's a great organization, so I, they gave me this shirt, and I had to wear it today. We're going to talk about our kids today. There was an article that came out about Chris Rock, and it um, stated that, you know, he was bullied growing up, and the slap actually, you know, triggered a traumatic response. So that prompted me, like, maybe we need to talk about, you know, kids being bullied. Kids and bullied, like, yeah. You know, how we raising our kids out here. Right, yeah. I mean, it's not just the iPads raising our kids. We actually, as fathers and mothers, have to take an active uh, response to it. I don't think I was ever bullied in my past, actually. There was nothing that came up that was little jokes and stuff like that, but nothing serious. Like, did you have any experiences of being bullied when you were a kid? I've never been bullied. I wouldn't have called myself a bully, but I was a class clown. Okay. You know, a yeah. little bit. Yeah. You know, I think I not really like physically did it, but like, you know, yeah. talked about kids and stuff. Right. You'd make but, fun of other kids, but yeah, like but not I think, like ruin I think, them, not like send them home crying. Maybe, maybe. a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That was like the black culture, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. We bag. Right. And I mentioned that before. Yes, like, I learned this term last you week. You know, like it, it was called, called bagging. Right. But my son. Um, yeah, we got to talk about this. My 15-year-old son, he recently moved with us. Um, he's been with us for about a year now. And um, when he moved, we were living in um, the Valley, Northridge, and we moved out to um, Simi Valley. And so Simi Valley is predominantly white, you know, mm. um, Republican, Trump supporters, and all of that. Mm -hmm. So, so far... He's had two fights at school. Two fights? Two physical, fights that like, I know of. Okay. Like uh, physical, not, we're not just talking about verbal. No, yeah, def yeah. definitely uh, physical fights. Um, the first one, I would say, was justified. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Um, the kids was, like, picking on them. Yeah. You know, it was picture day. Yeah. And they was um, all joking, and he just said it was, like, nonstop. Yeah. Like, you're like, all right, it's not funny no more. Right. You know, like, we get it. He can take a few, but he, You know what I'm saying? It's like, it, yeah. it's nonstop, and then somebody called him a bitch and mm -hmm. all of that, and he fired on the guy. The dude, the daddy uh, one, two, or the, the two, what did you call it last time? The a two piece. Two piece. <laughs> nah, but he, um, he, he had to fight her, however, but all the coaches, they said, like, he didn't get in trouble. Yeah. Like, was this at a it, practice or it was like it, it was picture day? Picture day for for football. For football. Okay. And yeah. they just said like it it was too far. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, the coaches knew it was a problem. It, they said it was too far, and he did what he was supposed to do, and they would have more than likely done yeah. the same thing. Okay. But it was also a teachable moment for him, like not to lose his cool, and there's other ways to handle it. Right. I was a proud father in that moment when the coaches right tell you that he did what he's did and did it the right way. Right. I wonder though how how other parents would respond just just hearing, oh, your son got in a fight. Like I'm trying to imagine like what, what would it be like if Luke got in a fight? What would he how would I feel about it? And I think I would ask, all right, justified or not, are you defending yourself, defending somebody else? Because that's that's a big thing is 
you know, defend your friends if your friends are being picked on. And well, I'm sure there'll be a day. I, I won't be surprised. He's a redhead, so I'm sure somebody's going to talk talk some ginger <laughs> smack to him or something. Uh, explain what happened with the other fight. So the second fight, he was actually called. I guess first it was nigga, and then once like they, AR, no, G A R, no E R, no G A G A. Excuse me. Called him a nigga. Spelling, yeah. But I guess once they seen that it was a trigger, mm. they end up they going further going. and called him a nigger. Mm. You know, and what's what's the difference to you? Like when somebody says the, the that those two. Okay, so the word has like evolved. You know what I'm right. saying? Right. And I'm not saying it's okay, but like. Pretty much everybody used the word, you know what I'm saying? Nigga, not nigger. G-A, yeah. The G-A. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's very common, you know what I'm saying? Is that is that okay for white people to say? Um, I wouldn't feel comfortable with right. white people okay. saying it, yeah. but, you know. I mean, to, I'll tell you, honest, like, I, I even, like, when I said, uh, talked about earlier, like, Negro, Negro itself is Negro Baseball League. Like, there's history to that. It's, that was an acceptable way to say it. Still, it's not, not a comfortable thing to say for me, but go ahead. Yeah, he met the guy in the bathroom and uh, fought the guy. Mm-hmm. And this fight I had a problem with. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, we got to use teachable moments, mm-hmm. you know, for our kids. Right. And the black community is like, did you win? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. But that one wasn't for me like, oh, did you win? Or that was just like, okay, so you followed him to the bathroom. Right. You know what I'm saying? And they also you got, they got friend, this on video. You got your friends filming this. Incriminating like you, yourself. You, incriminating yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If you was going to fight, yeah. fight right then and there. Yeah. Take it behind the bleachers kind of thing. Well, like, not not, not it, take it behind it the bleachers because when you take it behind the bleachers, that's premeditated. You know what I'm saying? We, you, but you're saying to just do it in front of everybody, do it in front of the class? If, 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 if it's it, right there and If then it offended you it. that bad or, you know, but yeah. even though those are just words. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like to take it back to what we talked about last week. That yeah. Like words, like somebody saying something yeah. is not acceptable just to go hit somebody. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. So yeah. like I really like, yeah, he called you the N word, nigga, but like, mm-hmm. did that really bother you? Did it really hurt you? Was right. it worth getting suspended? You know what I'm saying? Right. Is it worth, you know, his parents possibly pressing charges? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, and he's he's a gifted athlete too. So that's the thing you always you always have to look at your future. And like if you can't graduate, you get expelled from a school, and then you have to go somewhere else. Not only does it put pressure on you as a parent, but then also like he could get scholarships eventually. And, and you don't want this to be on your your permanent record, as they say. And he's a really great athlete, mm-hmm. you know. And he's a good kid, at least to me. But like obviously, I don't call. Him no, he, he he's a good kid, you know. Um, but peer pressure is a mother. Right. You know what I'm saying? That and world I, star fame. And I, I feel that, you know, he was pressured, like, ooh, he called you a nigger. You yeah, know that, what I'm that friend backing up. Like, you can let him do that. You can let him do that. And, like, yeah. I, I need my son to know that we need to stay um, level headed and we have um, goals to achieve. And you getting expelled and, you know, getting stuff on your record or possibly yeah. going to juvenile hall. That's not how I'm raising you. You know what I'm saying? Right. The parent wanted to meet with me. Yeah, and that was, I thought that conversation, I tell them, but like that conversation, I thought was really a relief on my end that it, it didn't become a lawsuit, but go ahead. Yeah, so the uh, parents she wanted to meet, um, it looked like she possibly was a, a single mother, you know, raising a son, and she wanted to meet. The principal was like, this is not something that we 
usually do, but if you guys are are okay with meeting, mm-hmm. like we can set that up. And I was open to meeting, you know what I'm saying? Because I wanted her to see you're a reasonable father. I'm a yeah, reasonable yeah. and like I'm not raising an animal, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And I also right. wanted to, you know, see what she had to say about her son. Yeah. Saying the N-word. So immediately she came in and apologized and said, Hey, mm-hmm. you know, this is not how I raised him. Right, right. You know, like and he, he was his ethnicity was like Hispanic, yeah, he, white. He um yeah. I think he was Hispanic. Yeah. And another thing is my son is partially Hispanic, you know what I'm saying? Right. Right. And but she came in and she immediately was like, No, you know, this is not how we raised him and right, right. shouldn't be using his word and I've told him about his mouth and his mouth got the best of him this time and I just don't want this to happen again. Right. And which was a great relief because yeah. it could have been a lot worse. I mean yeah. I imagine if it was, you know, a Karen type white mom, like that's you you're looking at a lot of problems. My question to you is, you're a white parent, and you're obviously your son is white. You right. know, mm-hmm. like what are you teaching him in the house? You know about the N word or you know racism. Right. There's a lot to teach, and you kind of wonder like when is the right time? Like when when do you introduce? Because obviously, when you introduce something, that's when they get curious about it. So you asked me, I think a while ago, like have I had a talk with him, or when do I think I will? And so we kind of, he was, he was there actually when we asked that question. So we kind of just brought it up. It's like, hey, do you know what the N-word is? And he made up some like cute response that it was had, adorable. had nothing to do with what it actually is. <laughs> and so we actually right then and there, we had that conversation. It's like, okay, well, this is what it is and this is what it means. And this is why you should never say it. And there's, I think, or I know there's a lot of white people out there who feel entitled or question like, well, why can't I say it? Like, what? Like, how much melanin do I have to have in my skin to say it? Right? I think you can say it. Like, I think I think anybody can say it. But guess what? You deal with those consequences. If somebody doesn't like it, which most people don't, you're gonna have to face that problem. And it's, I've seen a lot of videos on TikTok and on anywhere really that people getting the crap beat out of them because they said it. I know it's a word that my friends use. I get called it several times when we're playing football or something. Or and it's it's just something that is not reciprocated because I have the respect one for myself and for the the history of the word and so I don't feel like I need to use it it's not one of those things that's part of my vocabulary I have a question if I never asked you have you had that conversation with your son which at that time you didn't no would you have had it or when would you have had that conversation when would I've had it um it's a good tip for a lot of parents I guess I feel like as soon as there's a possibility of them hearing Anywhere between like eight to 10 is like, we're, he's eight right now. So that we had the conversation. Cause I think at that point they understand their words. They understand what they're saying. And they're starting to get into that camaraderie with their friends where they're hanging out and they're talking about stuff. And especially with this YouTube. And if you don't have parental controls on there, they can watch anything. And those, those algorithms are crazy. And those kids on there who are 15, 16, 17, they're talking about things that you've, not even prepared them for so well so that's what i was gonna say you you know he's possibly gonna hear it or however yeah like how do you i hear it all the time like everywhere so like, yeah right well i guess in in music and i mean it's yeah. it's hard to avoid a lot of times i think it goes over their heads though 
Like, it's just another thing that's like, I don't understand what that is. And so they don't question every word. Okay, so then they singing a song, right. blah, 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 yeah. my nigga. And right. yeah. <laughs> he's singing a song in front of the wrong person and get popped. Well, you a good thing he doesn't, he doesn't actually like, he doesn't <laughs> listen to hip hop. But that's just not his jam. Like I said, he likes EDM and, and that kind of music. So it hasn't really come up. I mean, his mom and I, we don't filter. We don't filter ourselves. So like we we will say things. So he he knows those words and he he said them back to us. Um <laughs> he said it back. But, oh, but rewind. <laughs> Hold on. You know, he, like shit and like he'd say like fuck every once in a while. But and like you, and you didn't pop them in his mouth? No. Oh. Wow. No, I don't pop them in his mouth. No, I'm I'm cool. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. But I say you say that at school and I hear you say that at school, I'm then I'm going to do something about it. I'm totally fine with him cussing. Because he's going to do it. He's going to do it with his friends. He's going to do it anytime. That's white I don't people teach shit it. for you right there. That, they're, they're, okay, That's definitely white get, people We're shit. definitely going to get into this for sure. Because... Like, whoa, wait, rewind. To each his own. You know, Yeah. I can never judge a man by how he raises his son. I know he cusses, but yeah. like it, it ha- we have to have boundaries. And I okay. think once you allow them to cuss, I think yeah. that's... For me, yeah, it's crossing a boundary because then it put us in buddy mode, like we're friends. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I, I, doing there. I don't want mm-hmm. him to think that we're friends. Like I'm and, your father, and you I know, hear, we I cool, hear, yeah, but I'm your father. You don't want to be your child's best friend because you do have to have those boundaries. Do you filter yourself in front of them? No, not at all. Okay, not but you, all. but then you don't want them to do it. Yeah, you don't want it, them to cuss in front of you. Now it's, I, I get it's do cussing. as I say, not what I do. Right, but I get cussing at you like fuck you dad usually it's in jest and usually it's kind of funny so it's he's he's not at that point yet where he's cussing back at us or doing something like being upset and cussing so he's not it's not doing that so i i think there are boundaries and he knows it like he gets called out for it like every time he does swear then it becomes one of those like all right but you're not doing that shit at school right Uh, okay but we talking about stereotypes here yeah and it's that stereotype that you know white kids cuss their parents out mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So do you think, you know, by I you allowing it, that is, you know, it's going to be like some brewing in a pot and then it may eventually blow over? Like, no, what that? No, fuck that. And fuck you. <laughs> no, I, I'm not doing that shit. <laughs> I, I get I get a lot of no's. Like, no, I'm not doing that. So I'm getting that. I'm getting a lot of no's. And then the next is going to be like, fuck no. <laughs> then he's really gonna get it. So he, I think with a lot of with with white parents, speaking for myself, we do the punishments. We do that. We do this. It's leveled punishments. Like, okay, go to your room, or okay, you lose out on watching stuff or watching YouTube. You lose out on screen time, that kind of thing. I don't think for me, I would ever hit him in the face, or because there, there's there's difference between hitting somebody in the face and hitting somebody in the butt, like doing like a, a parental slap or whatever, yeah. you know. But it is usually like a okay, you you lost this now for a week, and it just gets worse and worse and worse of a punishment. But at some point, that doesn't work because it's one they're gonna they're going to school then, so they're gonna they can do whatever they want to school. Especially he doesn't have a cell phone now, but I know in two to four years he's gonna have one, and I can't. You can only go so far in controlling that, right? So I, I get the the respect uh, aspect that you're trying to build up, but is it a f- fear based respect? And I think that's where we the, the culture may be different. Okay, that so we don't have a fear-based respect. I think it's a punishment. I've, I've, I've thought about this because my older two boys, yeah. I have a 17-year-old and I have a 
15 year old. Yeah. Well, he would be 17. You so so you have some experience with the, with yeah. them being older and more independent, yeah, which so, is really helpful. So yeah, let me correct. He would be 17 this year, but I have a 16 and a 15 year old. Yeah. And when they were younger, I I whooped their ass. Yeah. And it's not something I'm proud of, but that was just me. That's how I was raised. That's how right. you know. You know I, what you know. I, I knew yeah. what I but now, you know, I was introduced to something else, you know. And so now like my daughter and my daughters more than likely won't get spankings. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If and you weren't introduced to it though, do you think you would treat your daughters the same? Like as far as like the, the gender. There was treatment? no discrimination. Yeah. You you get your ass whooped. Right. You know what okay. I'm saying? So there's no there's no gender. Yeah. But now like no, my daughters, they won't get spanking. And like my son, he just moved back with us, like I stated at the beginning. Yeah. And like I don't put my hands on, I use um punishment, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like so sometimes it just take you to, you know, get out of the environment yeah. that you were in or, you know, right. be around people and you can see that you can still raise good kids without putting your hands right. on them. So it's not necessarily a, a black cultural thing. Yes. Well, you would say a lot of it, though, like a majority. I mean, I, I know you can't really speak. I, I, for I can't lot. speak for everybody. Yeah. But I know like when I was raised and the kids that I was raised mm -hmm. around. Yeah. We got our ass whooped. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know you were you were, grew up in Compton, so it's one of those things where single mom or stepdad patience usually wears thin when you you're growing up in a rougher environment, right? So you get probably was she mad more? I don't, or I don't, you, I don't. You think, don't think it has anything to do with that? No, not with the um, environment. I think that's all she knew. Well, my grandfather, her father, yeah, whooped her ass. You know right. what I'm saying? And a generational thing It's very generational because we hear stories of my great grandmother. Busting my grandfather across the head with skillets, <laughs> you oh. know what I'm saying? I think it's a generational thing, and yeah. I just think that you know it just goes back to the slave days. I remember you mentioned you know fear-based punishment, right. you know what I'm saying? But yeah. like fear was instilled in us, you know what right. I'm saying? By beating our asses, yeah, you know, whips we, and... getting whips. Yeah, if we tried to escape anything that we tried to do, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And it was in front of everybody. And in everybody front of everybody, yeah. you know, very right. shaming. This is a different subject that we can talk about later, yeah. but, you know, they are they pick the strongest man yeah. and they are rape him in front of everybody, you know They rape the man. Yeah. Because obviously the, the women and... No, 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 they... Yeah. Make, they demasculate yes. 100%. In the black community, and I'm not speaking for everybody, but... Mm -hmm. A good portion of us, you know, it, it's generational. Yeah. It, it, it goes back years and years and years, and that's what we know. But no. generationally, do you think they were in not as comfortable positions, though? You know, do you understand what I'm saying? Like, when you have all the time in the world, you have all day to, to just be with your kids and do whatever, even though how exhausting that is. The way you're supposed to do, according to the books of, you know, parenting, you're supposed to take the child out of the situation. If they're throwing a tantrum, you're in the grocery store, you leave the grocery store, which... You can't do that when you're in a rush. Like, this is the time to shop. Like, I have to shop. And I, I see a lot of black parents when they're shopping and they have their kids that they're dragging along. It's it's tough. I, so that's what we call home training. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And it's like, you fix that at home. So when you go out in public, we right. ain't got to worry about that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, we call it home training. Huh. You, know, you okay. train your kids at home. And like with me or like my siblings, all my mom really had to do was give a look. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. And or she'd say, when we get home, I'm going to whoop your ass. Right. You know what I'm saying? Or you go, like, we go to a friend's house and play all day and 
Right. You know, you yeah. do something, she don't want to whoop you there. She like, right. when you get yeah. home, I'm gonna whoop your head. You. Try to hurry up and go home and go to sleep. Yeah. And then yeah. she come and pull those covers back and whoop your ass. Like, nah, you ain't sleep. Did you get a switch? Um, so a, a switch could be anything. I guess, like traditionally, was it like a branch, right? I think that's more country shit. Okay, but like, got with, with belts, belts, and like sometimes she yeah. used open hands, sometimes she used closed hands. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You mentioned fear based. Yeah. As I got older, now I have a I had the mindset like, um, yeah, what you go do? What my I didn't say it, but now my mm-hmm. mindset is like, what you go do? What my ass like? You can't whoop me you know what i'm saying yeah and so i think what's important now is to let your kids know when they're actually disappointing you you Mm -hmm. know what i'm saying like right disappointed me yeah yeah and but we all fear something you know what i'm saying yeah oh yeah so we fear going to jail yep so just because it's not physical you can fear something mentally you know so Fear is a, a way of controlling. Correct. I'm going to behave because I'm going to lose out on this. Or I'm, I'm not going to be able to go out with my friends because I misbehave. So there's, there's a fear of losing out. Mm-hmm. So I, I get that. I guess the, the my theory, and I don't know if this is a, a white thing. I'm, I assume this is kind of more of a white thing maybe. Is that by hitting them, what you're doing is you're making them feel like... Instant you, repercussions. Well, yes, that's, that's one benefit. But that at some point, though... They're going to start disrespecting you, I feel like. They're not going to take what you're trying to do by disciplining them and trying to get them to go this way. At some point, I feel like you lose respect by doing that as opposed to going the long-term route. So, like, the instant ramifications, like you said. Yeah, you you get them to stop. You get them to stop crying. You get them to stop doing this. The long-term way is to, again, get to that disappointment level where it's like, I was so proud of you when you did this without me asking or, you know, making them feel like, Oh, I did. I did a good job. I want to. I want to impress them. I want to make them happy, as opposed to, I don't want to get hit. So I think that's the maybe so, my. Thinking. So that's where I move to. I move to right. like you know. I want them to know that they disappointed me, and I yeah. don't want them to feel like, hey, I'm disappointing my dad. You know. What I'm yeah. Saying? Yeah. Exactly. And so like Bryce recently um, talked to Jasmine, like he feels more comfortable talking to her, and he was like. I know I've been messing up and my dad is really disappointed in me. You and that's what, what you want. It's yeah. that trust. So like that's where I feel like and again, I'm not saying you're wrong or anything, but you build that trust with them and by by using violence to get there, you get it instantly, but then you lose you lose that trust. Parenting it has a lot of elements. You know what I'm saying? So one, it depends on the kid. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean every every kid is different. You gotta you gotta figure out ways to, ways to do it. I've seen people that got their ass whooped and still like become doctors, lawyers, and you know, successful people right. and still have the utmost respect and yeah. appreciation for getting their ass whooped. Sure. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, sometimes I need it as so motivation. There's really like no book to it. Like, yeah, absolutely. Whooping ass is easy for sure. Yeah. You know, and the way you talking about it does take a lot of patience. There's times that you can talk to a kid and take all their privileges and they still like fuck you it. and don't respect you and it, it doesn't work and yeah, still yeah. turn out as fuck ups. You know what I'm saying? Right. So there's no right way. And that's yeah. why I feel like I can't judge somebody on how they raise their kid. Right. Because all these doctors and all that, they can write a book and say this is how you're supposed to do it. These child de- development people... It's no right way.
I've been blessed. Like my daughter, she's a, a great kid. You know what I'm saying? Like she's a kid, you know, she's you still got to tell her sometimes yeah. more than once, but for the most, like she's a really great, smart, and she's very special. Yeah, you know sure. what I'm saying? So like, you don't have to, you know? Yeah. And like, I might take her iPad from her and like, that'd be enough. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So as she gets older, Mm-hmm. You know, we just see how how that it, goes. How the, and how I do feel like there is an age range where like tactics have to change mm-hmm. as they get older. Because obviously, like when they're fifteen, sixteen, and then when they're driving or something, you can't just take away their their car. Or their, you can't, Shit, you can't why take not? their that's, cell phone. No, that's that's not going to so do anything. One of the things I feel in like also with me growing up, yeah, is like okay, I did have like a good life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, it wasn't like bad you yeah. know like i had everything i needed right you know we have every we had everything like we wanted yeah. you know um but i feel like when you can give your kids things you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and then you can take them back yeah you know what i'm saying but right. some of these parents they have nothing to take away from the kids right so yeah. what is the punishment yeah. You know what I'm saying? They already in a room with no TV or already in a room with no yeah. laptop or right. however. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. they don't have, their parents can't afford to buy them clothes and shoes. Like yeah. right now, like my son, I'm not buying him any shoes and clothes until he get his grades up. Like yeah. for his birthday, Christmas, or however, but you're not yeah. getting any extra. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So mm-hmm. you can go to school and fuck up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I can do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A lot of parents can't yeah. do that. And, you know, and it's not just a black thing. It's like just some people they can't afford to like yeah. give them give their kids things to yeah. take away, you know. So like, yeah, once my son start driving, you know, I'm gonna take his car keys. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, you gotta walk or you gotta find a ride. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So that gives like you have to find things to give yourself leverage. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And True. so like some parents just don't have that leverage, you know. Yeah. And they I guess have to res- uh, resort to whooping ass. Yeah, I mean, as a parent, you know what you know from your parents. So either you believe that what they did was the right thing to do, and that's what you should do for your kids, or it's like, no, I really didn't like that, so I'm going to change it. And it's really hard to do that. I feel like it takes a partner who comes from a different experience and, and can kind of share their experience, and maybe that changes you and make changes the, your uh, tactics. So if you did decide to use physical discipline on Luke do you think his mother would appreciate that or stand stand behind you or was she opposed to it so we we co-parent so I think we've kind of already established that we aren't the type of parent to hit so we we're just we're that's not our 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 style so I don't think if I tried to like introduce that or change tactics that It'd be hard for me to actually do that because I I feel very strongly about not doing it. Not not only because I've I feel like it's kind of been hammered in me. It's like that's the wrong thing to do because of that emotional trust. At this age for him, he's already eight, so like he already knows what his previous punishments are. And so for me to change that now on him, maybe would get the instant turnaround. Really really thinking about it, I don't think when it came push to shove, I don't think it would actually work. I think. Um had a good conversation. Yeah, got we some finally good, got um, some differences. Yeah, got some good perspective. It definitely, we definitely have some differences because I know damn well, and my son is not saying fuck in front of me. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> oh, there, there's some context there, but yeah, I know I'm gonna get a lot of uh, a lot of slack f- from a certain group of people. And I, and I will say, like, I'm not. 
Again, I don't represent every white person. I'm sure even some white people will say like, I don't do that. But in my family, it's it's okay within reason. And, and now uh, Amanda will probably see this and go, what the hell are you talking about? That's not what we do. <laughs> in my eyes, I'm okay with it. I'm, I'm going to drink uh, the first beer with him. I'm going to smoke the first joint with him. Like that's that's what my family does. And in my eyes, that's what I want to do. I oh, want to be there for him and do the first thing. That is a good thing. Like... I totally believe in that too. Like, if you're gonna do anything, they need to do it at home first before mm-hmm. they go out in the real world and right. experience. Yep. I'm not encouraging it, right? But, you know, some things you just can't get away from. You know, what I'm saying? absolutely. It's it's gonna be there, and that's why I have that stance on on cursing. Is let's do it with me. Let's let's get you saying it. Or well, I'm not trying to egg him on to say it. That's terrible. Like, that's but, my boy. That's my boy. <laughs> but what I'm what I'm I want him to think. Okay, have control of it. Because if if you are saying it with your friends and you're gonna say it in classroom and if you, that's how you learn it, it's gonna pop up. But if you can learn to control everything and and be modest about everything, then that's where you can control. See, and but it, I again, think you don't have to deg- I, agree. But I think that's kind of hard because. Mm-hmm. Well, if I can say fuck in front of my dad, then who are you? I should be able to say fuck in front of you. Time and place. Time and place. That's all, that's what I'll say. It's like you, you got to understand, like you have to be able to control it. It cannot slip out. And that's that's every time he, there is a, a a curse that comes from him. That's where it's like, OK, but we're not saying that in front of our teachers. Right. We're not. We're, there's a time and place to swear at home. Where it's fun, so it's okay. where it's protected. It's okay in front of your friends and stuff in like that. In front of my friends? Yeah, or... I mean, at his age, it's cute, right? No, that's not cute, because if <laughs> okay, Luke well. was right here and he was like, no, fuck that, damn, I'm going to look at you but like... That, but <laughs> but he's not. So that's the thing. It's like it's that's it's not like he's saying every other word is is that. So, I don't know. With, with my experience, so far, so good, but uh, I'll eat crow... If uh, when he gets older and all you people are saying that, see, I told you, I told you. So we'll see. I'll, I'll get back to you. If this podcast is still going in like four or five years, I'll update you. Yeah, that was a that was a great show. Like I said, we we have a lot of differences, but we have a lot of similarities, and and all of our our tactics and styles are okay. And that's what we need to appreciate. We need to have these conversations, uh, uncomfortable or not. We're gonna have some more very uncomfortable conversations, but it needs to happen. Um, yeah, this this is the difference. This black and white podcast. And uh, find us on all our social medias. We did a little mini live uh, today uh, on on Facebook. So uh, we need all the comments and questions. We want to hear it. Even if you think I'm wrong about every little thing or Bree's wrong about one thing, we want to hear it. We want to hear it all. We want comments. We, we want to talk to you and bring it on the show. So thank I want to so hear much. what the white people got to say. That's right. And I'll, and listen, I'll what listen to the, what the black want, people He want to hear what the colors got to say. <laughs> 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 Look, you got I was, red. I was gonna say something else, but <laughs> I, uh, I had to censor that real quick. All right, well, thanks, guys. I appreciate it. We'll uh, we'll talk to you next time. All right, yeah. Have a good. What's the what's the difference between between me and you, 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 me and you? What's the difference between between?